You are listening to a Banzai Retro Club podcast. Language and topics may not always be appropriate for younger listeners. Press 1 for a groovy topic from the 1970s. Press 2 for an awesome topic from the 1980s. Or press 3 for a slamming topic from the 1990s. Please choose now. Too late. We have made your selection for you. Let's start the show. This is 70 something podcast. Evil Knievel sold separately or with the Evil Knievel stunt cycle from Ideal. Use the force. Bonsai Retro Club. I am Dave. We are back after our break, like a Mac attack, and uh, we are so glad that you're with us, listener. We have the whole crew online tonight. So, Suzanne, say hi. Hi. Great to be back. Did you miss me? Absolutely. Outstanding. <laughs> I missed all of you. Rose, what do you have going hey. on? Hey! You're here. I am. Uh, Thank you. <laughs> How are things with you? Groovy, thank you so much. Missed you, of course, and missed everybody. Glad to have you here. And then there's Scotty. Hey, Scotty. Hello. What's happening? So we are back, gang. Uh, so thank you, uh, you know, big thank you to the listeners for being patient with us. We took a break, uh, which is kind of odd for us. We don't do it very often. Uh, but, you know, it's just one of those things that we chose to, you know, kind of do. Uh, so, uh, obviously, we're back. We're back, and we decided to land on the topic tonight of talking about our favorite 1970s commercials. So, actually, I did found an article earlier, um, and I didn't do any research other than to find this article. But the title of the article actually says some of these commercials that are still groovy today. Uh, <laughs> so you can't go wrong with a title like that, right? Um, and, oh, sure you can. <laughs> and, and it's released by From Digital, F-R-A-H-M Digital. So they get credit for the article. And what we decided to do is just really pick out our favorite commercial from the bunch that's listed in this article. Just talk about it a little bit. Gets us back in the swing of things, and then we can revisit this topic if, we're ha if we have fun with it, or maybe even expand it to the 1980s commercials or 1990s commercials, since, you know, hell, that's what we do. Mm-hmm. So, uh, let's, I don't know. Who should we pick on first? Who, who, who's ready? Uh... Suzanne, what's your favorite commercial? I get to go first. Why not? Okay. All right. Uh, well, looking at these commercials, I recognized almost all of them, 
um, number one. Uh, and let's see. All right. So if I want to jump into these, there are a lot of real um, stuff that you when when you were a kid and you're watching this, you just couldn't get out of your head. Um, so <laughs> so if we're going to think of a, a kind of an earworm um, and and like this real kind of touching commercial, I guess. This Coca-Cola commercial from 1971, I'd like to buy the world of Coke. Mm. That was that was really a beautiful sentiment. <laughs> yeah. If anybody has not seen this commercial, um, take a look and look it up. Uh, it actually it starts out with one young person singing this song, and it's this beautiful song that eventually. They actually recorded and were playing on the radio. In fact, more than one of these songs on this list that I recognize happens too. You know, they they went ahead and made a single and they um, they became a, a top forty hit. Um, but it start, starts out with one person singing. Of course, she's holding a you know the old seventies Coke bottle with that was made of glass. It's very you know tall and thin. Um, and they they sing this real you know hippy dippy song. Love to teach the world to sing in perfect harmony. And more people come in and there's more people singing and they're all young people and they're all different nationalities and they're on this hillside. And I believe at the end they say it's somewhere in Italy. But, mm. yeah, it was this real, you know, peace, love, 70s, cool, hippie type of thing. But a beautiful song and really pretty harmonies. And... um it was a big deal. Like you couldn't get away from the song after a while. They're just playing it all over the place on the radio. So it's unforgettable. Uh, yeah. Like, yeah. like, like, really. I mean, it's unforgettable. If you if you remember it being there as a kid, and I know they played it for several years into the seventies. It wasn't just nineteen seventy one when it first released. I know they played it for a few years after that. Because yeah, there's no way I, I would never remember this at three years old. Was it a was it a song beforehand? It might have been a recorded song beforehand and they used it, they changed it for the commercial. They could and have. made it you know and, uh, and then it became a big hit. It wouldn't be the first time that's happened. Yeah, but it might have been an existing song. I wanna say something like okay, I'm probably totally screwing this up. What is a Mike Curb congregation got a hold of it, or Mike Curb wrote it, or something like that? They got a hold of it, and it was just like that's why it was a hit because you know he kind of owned a small portion of the '70s with all of mm. his stuffy la 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 singing things. I don't know. <laughs> just gonna blame it on him. But yeah, <laughs> no, I think it probably might have been. Of course, you know if anybody wants to correct our theory, they're more than welcome. I think you're. I, th I actually think you're right. I think there was a song that had the same melody and a similar, similar vibe to it that. Yeah. That they took and and you know kind of tweaked it to make it their own. Yeah. And it became a huge. I I, <laughs> I'm wondering if the song that was uh, that it might have been based on might have gotten more popularity as well. Our, our, uh, something to, something our good friend Wikipedia. Tells us that okay. it's from the Leia Solanga album, and they it's okay. I'd like to teach the world to sing. Yeah, right. perfect. Right. Definitely um, like yeah. to teach the world to sing. But Leia Solanga is contemporary. She's um, a Broadway singer. Yeah, so, I remember um, the name. So Mike Curb had nothing to do with it, huh? Damn. I, well, that I don't know. <laughs> 
There's too much reading. No, 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 There's no. way too much but reading. But I think if Sorry. you ask me on this list, this is probably the most memorable <laughs> commercial from the 70s. <gasps> and I think it established Coca-Cola as just like this genius of advertising, which, you know, mm, debatable yeah. at the moment. But, <laughs> you know, yeah. there's a couple of co-commercials on this uh, on this list. And if you read it, if anybody finds it out there and, and you read it, the commentary, I have to say, is really very witty and, and mm-hmm. on money. Um, yeah. I really like like a lot of times you read these these stupid slideshows from people who, you know, have no idea what the hell they're talking about. Never experienced any of the stuff they're writing about. Mm-hmm. This person knows their shit. <laughs> That's good. That's so important. it's a good article. So kudos to From Digital, whoever they are. Yeah. Yeah, the, uh, the credit for the song goes to the Hillside Singers. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, Mike Curb Congregation, Hillside Singer, same thing. Very cult, very cultish, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> definitely. It looks very, it looks yeah, very cult. Look, looking back at it now, it looks very cultish to me. <laughs> um, very communal. <laughs> oh boy. But yeah, no. Back in the early seventies, yeah, I um, I, you know, I, I I totally was entranced, and of course, you know, I've always been a you know, a Coke over a Pepsi guy myself. So, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, it just kind of stuck with me, you know, and I've just really, you know, being, you know, a kid of the, or a kid in the 1970s, yeah, you can go far without hearing this, you know, a couple hundred times. And it's not that you minded, you know, it was like a, no. a, a very cool, laid back kind of mellow, you know, melody that kind of stuck with you. So Coke, yeah, yeah you you did something right there. Yeah, that's exactly what you wanted, right? You want something that people go, what was that? Oh, that song. Oh, yeah. Okay, I'll buy one of these Coca-Colas right here in the fridge. So, um, All right. Well, very I, cool. I love this commercial. And I'll agree that it, it's just timeless and it will, it will stick with me for a long time. It was amazing. It's a good one. It's a good pick of the 20, like this this list that you gave us is 20, 20 commercials. Some of them I recognize, some of them I don't. Right. Um, one that I did not has turned out to be my favorite Yeah. after I, watching them all. Now, when I first sent the list, uh, Suzanne, you had actually mentioned one of them made you cry. Which one was that? Yes. Kodak. Oh, boy. The, yeah, the exactly. <laughs> now, all right. Yeah, I don't know. Do you want, it's, it's almost like me doing two of them, but yeah, that Kodak commercial. Jeez. It first of all, what, that's this is the second one on the list where Paul Anka um, recorded that song, and it was mm. a great big, you know, schlocky um, radio hit. It's very pretty. Life. Yeah. Very pretty. And it made mm-hmm. uh, must have made a lot of people cry. But you know what? When see the thing is, all right, they, they they show you this couple. They're I guess in their late fifties, maybe their sixties. They're retiring. They're selling their house. Everything is being packed up, and she's taking pictures off the walls. And she's looking at all the it, all the um, memories of and, and stuff. And she's imagining like her son running down this down the stairway in his cowboy hat and. You know, and then he runs back up and he comes back down, and the son is now in his graduation cap and his and his uh, gown. You know, his his uh, graduation mm-hmm. gown. And this morning, okay, this morning a package came in the mail, and we opened it up, and it was my son's diploma. So, mm. and I was like, oh no, 
very sweet and it seemed to go on for, for like three minutes what is it? a really long commercial jeez <laughs> it might be a minute it might be a minute yeah. spot most of them are 30 seconds or less but yeah that one might be a minute spot it'd be interesting i have to go back and look at the uh the video i, I actually thought this was funny i was talking about um the uh, the moment where i like took a picture of my TV for my pitfall score and sent it to Activision. I, I found myself <laughs> describing this to, you know, um, my coworkers, you know, much younger mm-hmm. than I am, you know, at, but there was this thing where you took pictures and you had film, you had to wait until the film roll was filled up before you like, you know, took it out of the camera and then you sent it away. And then you had to wait for the pictures to come back. You know, and it's like when I was like waiting for that Activision patch, you had all of that set up. And then once you finally got the picture in, then you sent it away to like Activision corporate and waited for them to send back your patch and your you know preprinted letter from Harry the Explorer, you know, for Activision. And, mm-hmm. you know, and it was like, hey. you know, there was this, you know, it, it was like very, you know, like, uh, Ralphie waiting for his, uh, you know, the uh, little orphan Annie ring, you know, from Christmas story. <laughs> you know, I was like, as soon as you put it in the mail, you're like sitting here watching the mailbox every day as if it's like somehow magically going to get faster. You know? So did it, did, did you, were you mad about because it was Ovaltine? <laughs> Damn commercial. <laughs> Ovaltine? Stinking <Yeah>. commercial? <laughs> But no, I mean, don't you guys—you guys remember that with film, where we, you know, we yeah, had to like, big yeah, of course, had to wait for process. that to get. It was like yeah. two weeks, yeah, before you even got the film back. Now there isn't even any film. Like, you know, that's the sad part of the, about this commercial. I mean, it talks about all this like oh. longing, like my life is sleeping away. Meanwhile, there is no more film. You know, no. what I said about the commentary—they, the guy noted that in the commentary. He said, "Gone are Kodak scrapbooks depicting your childhood, birthdays, and graduations, forever replaced." By smartphone selfies, right? Blowing big clouds, uh, chucking beer bongs. Now imagine, like, are my kids going to physically put pictures on their walls when your computer is full of pictures from the past thirty years? You know, like, is it even going to be this? Are they going to remember things in the same format that we did? It's really strange. On your computer, how about on your phone? I mean, it's in the yeah, cloud. You don't even have to. You don't have to. You don't yeah. even have to have it on your computer anymore. It's, it's you know, you just go to your your OneDrive or or Google mm-hmm. Drive or your mm-hmm. iPhone, iPad or iCloud, whatever iCloud uh, pictures. Yeah, I was, and I was more everything. thinking of like you have a screensaver and then it shows like every picture on your your drive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. As opposed yeah. to <clears throat> putting the portraits on the wall like you see this woman taking down and packing away, you know. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, actually, my wife, she, um, yeah, there's like certain memories that pop up, like on Facebook, and she'll like mm-hmm. reshare them just so that she can guarantee that that memory is going to show up again, you know, like in, yep. in the year I or two years too. or whatever. And it's kind of yeah. like that. That's so interesting that that's the new 
you know, way of like saving a memory or, you know, so that you can have it, you know, recur again, you know, in a year mm-hmm. from now. Yeah. Damn you, Facebook. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Damn Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So um, we kind of covered two there. Um, Rose, you want to go next? I do. Okay. <laughs> Let's do that. Only because I was having this conversation with my husband, and as all you know, he's not from around here. And the commercials that we get here in America. Scotland. Yes, thank you. Uh, he's, they don't get the commercials that we got. So when I talk to him about certain things, he kind of goes, what's that? And I'm just like, oh, I have to explain <laughs> it. Okay, so the other day we're having a uh, – I made this statement. I was like, okay, so this may be a good commercial and it may be a great product, but, you know, as far as commercial jingles go, it's not up there with the Oscar Mayer jingle. There's just no way. That's just damn, <laughs> that's just damn good commercial jingle writing. I'm sorry. And Richard's like, what are you talking about? I'm like, the Oscar Mayer baloney commercial oh you didn't get that over there did you he goes uh no i'm like you know what i'm not even going to say it because it's a bit of an earworm and you'll hate me (laughs) trust me when i say this though it's one of the best it's like top five commercial jingles but uh yeah Everybody's like, um, but has a first name, has a it's a My baloney has a Love it. But the little <laughs> you know, yeah, 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 I gotta say, kind of ball starts. He's like, mm, my boy. <laughs> I gotta say, our our harmonies on that were outstanding. <laughs> I think there's a delay that throws you off with this yes. kind of thing. You can't really do harmonies just over Skype. <laughs> sure you can. Sure you can. And we just right, freaking nailed it. Watching the commercial today, having seen it so many times as a child, and probably have not seen it since then. And then, you know, I'm watching it at 60, and I'm looking at this little kid, and he's just like, he's off key, he's off tempo. He's like, <laughs> but everybody he's not, not really sure what he's doing with this hand. He's got a sandwich in the other, and it's just like, he just gave him way too much shit to do. Well, did you pay attention to the very last second of the commercial? Apparently not. Why? So, like, seriously, like the last second, maybe two seconds of the commercial, Mm -hmm. everything wraps up, right? Mm -hmm. And and he goes, and I think he says, like, was that good? No, he's how, like, is that? That? how is that? How's that? And he that? takes a bite of a sandwich. And then he bites the sandwich. Yeah, yeah. but he says like, it like, 
Like, how many takes was that, you fucks? I don't know. I, I, I would love to know how many takes that was. After, especially after doing what I just did two weeks ago, or a week ago, with, yeah. with, the, with the commercial, taking, you know, me taking nine takes. I'm like, okay, the kid's like six years old, and he's yeah. singing a song, and there's spelling involved. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like, I'm doing like 50 takes for that bad boy. Art was <laughs> Suddenly that have a whole new respect for the Oscar Mayer kid. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, so what? He, he's eating his sandwich. He's good. I don't know if he's fishing or what the hell he's doing. He's supposed to be he's fishing. Like, so yeah. he's fishing with like a like a Fisher Price fishing pole, too. It's, it's kind of cheesy. <laughs> but, so adorable. So and, uh, when Chrissy and I first started dating, it might have been before we were married. We went uh, with some friends of ours. They had a place up in Wisconsin, and we went fishing with them one time. And uh, Chrissy and our friend Heidi were sitting on the dock, that, like literally like sitting on a dock with fishing poles in the water. And I took a picture of them. They both waved at me at the same time. And <laughs> it makes me think of that commercial every time I see that picture. It's <laughs> It is classic. I, I don't know where it is. I, I would have to dig through tens of thousands of photos to find it again oh. in my, whether it's in, you know, somewhere in my computer. Of course, I don't have it hanging on the wall because it wasn't co- a Kodak moment, apparently. It's a Kodak <laughs> moment. <laughs> so, yeah, that, that, that commercial makes me think of that picture that I took of those two on the dock fish with fishing poles in their hands. And they just look so cute. Like they're just having a good old time. All they needed was a sandwich in there, a bologna yeah. sandwich in their hand. <laughs> sandwich. I could and have it, submitted, uh, submitted to Oscar Meyer and gotten money probably. There you <laughs> go. Exactly. <laughs> but, but as a kid, I remember one of my favorite lunches. And I tell people this, you know, because, you know, I'm a vegetarian now. So um, I, don't, I don't eat meat anymore. But one of my favorite lunches uh, that means is so iconic to me as a kid is uh, bologna on white bread with no mayo, Lay's potato chips, and a glass of milk. Nice. That is just like heaven. <laughs> Think about it now. I was just like, I gave that up. That's so <laughs> But it's okay. I'm sure they make vegetarian bologna. So. I'm, I'm <laughs> sure it's outstanding. A really, really uh, of amazing flavor. I I'm bet. sure it does. It I just like get carrot. teased over the damn bologna sandwiches. Because, all right, you buy the buy the uh, bologna, and they come in, like, those molded packages where they're stacked up together. There's only so <laughs> much in each pack. And, you know, like, we were always on, like, this really strict budget with my house. We had, like, nothing. So my mother would divide up. Like, we'd get two slices of bologna per sandwich per week because she had to count them out to make sure that we had enough for the week for the two of us. And uh, my my best friend would always make fun of me for having the sandwich with just two slices of bologna. Just the two slices. Two? Two. Yeah. Rose was a single bologna. Sandwich person, I can tell. Bologna sandwich person, too. I'm kidding. I don't remember actually, as I got older, because I still ate it into my adult. I mean, as a matter of fact, uh, I probably let's say a year, 
vegetarian probably say two years ago. I had one for lunch about two years ago. Same same exact scenario. So who rocked oh, yeah. the uh, the fried bologna? Did anybody do that? Never yes. tried it. Yeah. <clears throat> yep. Yeah. Fried I bologna say, egg. Most of my sandwiches were liver sausage, so bologna's oh. on a whole new level. Yeah. Honey. Ron Schweiger. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, Harsh. I just Googled the uh, the Oscar Mayer commercial. Uh, yeah, so yeah. The, the kid was Andy Lambros. Uh, okay. So he was four years old when he uh, did that song. And four. 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 Wow. Yeah. I couldn't pull that off. I, I couldn't pull that up uh, off now. I would be all <laughs> And, but and, you just did. We just did it. <laughs> and now he is a graphic no, designer be, and I'd, web designer in Southern California. I'd be more yeah, like, uh, you know, don't forget about your everlasting love of bologna. That's getting a little risque now. <laughs> oh, oh, you love bologna? <laughs> that's taking bologna to a oh new level so that's what that is yeah yeah okay. i apologize i will i will i will back off no, no. we're all adults you know these segues are just irresistible could, could you hear scott saying that talk about bologna but then have like the like the 1970s like uh porno music you <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I don't know why. Where's my head? Yeah. Okay. You guys, you guys are really kind of fucked up. (laughs) A little bit. A little bit. You guys took that a whole new direction. (laughs) Uh, All right. Back on topic. Um, Scott, do you want to go, or uh, your favorite, or should I go? So, I'll go. I'll go. Okay. Um. It's really hard to pick my favorite out of this bunch because there's some really good commercials in here. Um, the one that stood out to me that I don't recall at all was the Sammy Davis Jr. And it, it kind of, you know, reached out to me because of the whiskey factor. Is <laughs> Suntory Whiskey. With Sammy Davis, where he like he he doesn't say anything through the whole thing until the very end. He he mentions the the name. All he says is Suntory. That's it. But the whole thing, he's like doing some kind of a, a scat, you know. He's like yeah. playing instruments on the bottle, and he's he's putting the ice in the glass, and he's pouring the the booze on the in the ice, and he's like he's jamming. I'm like oh, I do not remember this commercial at all. But I like it a lot. <laughs> uh, it's it's just a funny commercial that I I do not recall at all. Um, if we we're gonna go back to one that I actually remember, um, both of those have been kind of taken. But I'm gonna jump to the f- Ford freewheeling. Mm-hmm. Now, did you guys watch these commercials? I watched them. I wish I would okay, watch them. It's easy. I mean, it's very quick. Like each one's like you know, fifteen to thirty seconds, so you can rip through a bunch of them real fast. 
So I watched the Ford commercial with all the different vehicles that they, you know, they're showing the van and the truck and, uh, you know, a couple other things. And at the very end, right before the end of the commercial, they show a uh, Pinto wagon, right? <laughs> and it's got, it's a silver, like the main, the main color is silver, but down the sides and it doesn't, it only has a bubble window in the very back. So it's a, a Ford Pinto wagon with a bubble window in the back. Okay. On each side. Can you guys picture it? Oh yeah. Well, I, I watched it, so I know what you're talking about. We had that car. We had a gremlin, which looked very similar to that. And it had that. There's like, I looked at some other seventies commercials and they did a full gremlin thing on that. And, uh, gremlins were right in that same era. But yeah, this, But we had that car. My mom had that car, and uh, with the rain, the three colors, like the red, yellow, and purple stripes down the side, and everything. And there was a van that you could buy that matched the same. They had the same paint job. This looks like a Barbie it, camper. Like that was yeah. a Barbie camper that I had. <laughs> so we didn't have the van. We never bought that van. We had a brown van eventually. But anyway, that car. I can tell you a quick little story about being in the back of that car. We were, it was like, I might've been in fourth grade, fifth grade, maybe. And, uh, there was like some kind of event at school where we were supposed to bring stuff, right? Bring food, some kind of food or dessert or something. And so my mom goes and, you know, mom helped me and, uh, she did most of the work, actually. She made all these cupcakes for the whole class, right? Mm. <laughs> and so, so the next day, you know, that we made it the night before, and the next morning, get up and put all the cupcakes in the back of the back of the Pinto wagon. And I'm sitting in the back, but the seats are down, so we're kind of on a flat surface, you know, like uh, you fold the seats down and you're sitting back there. Of course, seat belts didn't really matter back then. Um, so she, I, I don't know how, but somehow she went, she hit the gas and I lost my balance just the slightest bit and I yeah. fell and my arm landed in all the cupcakes. Oh, <laughs> oh, no. And I think we might've salvaged half of them. Oh no. <laughs> and, and I was I would like I was like in trouble for that, even though you know she, I, I know she doesn't. Know what <laughs> but well, she didn't like like jam on the gas or anything. It was just it, I must have like shifted my weight just enough to where I lost my balance. As soon as she did go, I went backwards and kind of like fell with my left arm went in. It's a very vivid memory, isn't it? Weird. Oh yeah. Like I remember that yeah, so specifically. Real bad. <laughs> I did. I felt terrible. <laughs> but hey, you know, cupcakes and Ford Pintos. <laughs> Mix. <laughs> that could be a commercial. Cupcakes and Ford Pintos. They won't explode anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so that so the Ford commercial is what really hit me as the most potent for, for my memories. Although I like the Sammy Davis one is fun and crazy and 
goofy, but the Ford one really kind of was cool. See yeah, that. We, we talked a little in the very beginning about the Sammy Davis Jr. commercial. I don't think that was an American commercial. There's some, um, there's uh, like think... Chinese characters or Japanese or something at the end there. Oh, really? Yeah, at the very end. And notice he doesn't say anything. Right. Because, you, you know, if he did, then you, the people wouldn't understand him. Right. Well, There's he did language. mention the whiskey. He did mention yeah, the whiskey. Yeah, that's true. He said the well, brand name. All he said but, uh, was Santori or Suntory, Suntory, whatever it was. Suntory. Suntory. Yeah. Like, that's all he like said, he the whole thing. Japanese, yeah. He said it like he was Japanese. Sammy was very popular back then. Yeah, he was he's pretty then. darn talented based on that commercial. That was great. Well, he's also on the so Alka-Seltzer on that same uh, list. Right. Yeah, yeah. So he made the top 20 twice. He did? In this yeah. article. In this article, right. Yeah. I was just and thinking he, about He's that. right up there with McDonald's. They made the they made the top 20, what, twice or three times? Two times. Coke also. There's two Coke commercials. Huh? Yeah. Two Coke commercials. No, wait. Is there two Coke commercials? There's a Pepsi commercial. Yeah. Oh. Okay, yeah, there's a Pepsi. Then there's the one with me and Joe Green at the end where he gives, oh, that is Coke. Kid gives yeah. him the Coke. Yeah. yeah. That's the iconic one that I remember. Hey, kid, catch. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, I remember that, too. That was a really popular commercial. And, and that was actually where I was going with my pick um, because okay. I was actually uh, – when I first started looking at the list when we started talking, I was going Oscar Meyer. so thank you, Rose, for taking it. Um, mm-hmm. You're welcome. But, but no, I mean, you know, it, it's iconic. Um, I can see why you went there. Um, but mine, when you know, my next follow-up was the Mean Joe Green one, which was the Hey Kid Catch. Um, now, just to set it up, I am nowhere near a sports guy at all. You know, so I, you know, I, you know, courtesy of the commercial, that's my association with knowing who Mean Joe Green is. You know, so I actually had to Google tonight just to find out, you know, just to get right, you know, the team that he is part of. He's on the Steelers. Steelers, yeah. yeah. Um, which, you know, I didn't know. And, you know, just looking at, you know, the jersey, you know, that was on that commercial, you know, um, I, I didn't, you know, I, I wouldn't put that together. You know, I, it's like I don't look at somebody's, you know, a jersey and go, oh, that's that team. Um, so, you know, I have no... You know, somebody puts, you know, football on, you know, I'll give it a few seconds and then I usually go off and, you know, do something else. Um, But going back to the early 1970s and when this commercial came out, you know, and it being iconic as it was, I actually did name one of our cats Mean Joe Um, (laughs) because of my association with or my relationship with you know, kind of this commercial, you know, because it was so big back then, right? Um, and we had a cat that was um, mostly Siamese. I want to say mostly because he had white paws, and I think uh, uh, Siamese don't have white paws. I think they have uh, black paws. Um, but he got the moniker Mean Joe because he just had attitude, you know, and after seeing the commercial, you could tell that, like, on the onset of the commercial, you know, this Mean Joe character had that you know he you know you could tell he was just you know wasn't you know the most gentle of people 
you know, and then here's this little kid, you know, out of the blues. Here, Joe, you can have my Coke, you know, and he sits there and chugs it all, and he's about to walk away, and then he tosses the kid his jersey. It's a beautiful moment, you know, beautiful moment mm-hmm. from the 1970s. Um, and it stuck with me, and, you know, consequently, our third cat in the house was named Mean Joe because of it. Oh, yeah. I like that. But, you know, he, like he he had his soft edges, the cat, you know, um, every so often. <laughs> it's like, you know, he, he, you know, you can pet him on his terms, not necessarily on your own <laughs> terms. Uh, but I think most cats are like that. You know, you have some cats that are just cuddlers, but you have other cats that just go like, all right, that was three seconds too long. I'm going to bite you now. And uh, that was oh, that was me, yeah. Joe. <laughs> mm. So um, he was a character. <laughs> Um, but Scott, you were more of a, you're more of a football guy than I'm ever going to be. Um, did you watch the Steelers and have any kind of association with Mean Joe? You know, I, I mean, I remember the name from back in the day and I know the Steelers and the Cowboys had this rivalry back in the day, right. uh, from, from two different leagues, you know, going to the Super Bowl, meeting a couple times on and off in the Super Bowl, um, and I was more of a Cowboys fan at the time. I, not that I, really, I really didn't care. Like, I just kind of lean Cowboys versus Steelers. I don't know why. The thing that throws me with this commercial, I'm, I'm just going to poke a little reality into the commercial. So the very beginning of the commercial, Mean Joe Green is walking down a hallway, but it's like he's coming from the stadium like the like from where the crowd is sitting and he's walking down this hallway and he's limping and he's got like he's got his shirt off he's got it hanging over his shoulder i'm like okay that it doesn't happen that way like like a, a player gets injured they get taken off under like underneath all the fans and stuff like there's no way that that a kid would just run into a player like this I'm sorry, I'm being such a buzzkill right now. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> uh, but there's no way that this kid would just like run into a player of his stature at the time in some random stadium hallway that's like what, where he had to walk through the crowd to get to it. It just, it, that, that's the only, that, that's what throws me off here. There goes so. my my 1970s <laughs> childhood just wrecked. Thank you, just Scott. Wrecked, yeah. <laughs> Thank you, fucking Scott. My no, God. it's funny. I told you the comments said the same thing. They said that his first thought was the 1970s NFL stadium security must have been very lax. Very. <laughs> it's a kid with a coke. What's he gonna do, guys? Come these on. These are great. These are great comments in this article. <laughs> Yeah. So anyway, that that's my take on the Mean Joe Green commercial. Sorry. I didn't bust on your story. <laughs> you can. Well, you dream. can. You can dream, Dave. Don't let him ruin your dreams. No, nope, you can't do that. It could have happened. Little Billy, it's fine. You were there, buddy. You were there. Little Billy. Little Billy, you gave him a name? Is that his name? He is now. I don't know. <laughs> Little Billy. <laughs> yeah. Now, see, that's something. I, I want to know what happened to that kid from 
40 years ago. All right. So let's see what 30, we can find out here. 40, 40, yeah. 40, yeah. 42 years ago. Catch commercial. Okay. So he's got to be, what, 50? Easy. Yeah, he's got to be right around mm, somewhere in our age range. Your age range? So, well, <laughs> come on. Nine-year-old Tommy Oaken, O-K-O-N. Okay, here you we are, go. You guys are fast, man. Hey, Catch Kid, Wikipedia. Do we have any information on uh, what's he doing now? What's he doing now? It doesn't say. Right. I believe he's a web designer. <laughs> <laughs> Who isn't a web designer? Tommy, it's open today. Let's see what we can find. He hangs out no, with uh, the, the kid same. from the, Oscar Mayer. <laughs> Has he been immortalized? <laughs> yeah, so, okay. You gotta send pictures. I'm not looking at much. He lives in I Yonkers. Yonkers. That's a fun name. Yes, I'm reading something from 2016 that said he was 46 then. He did get a Mean Joe jersey eventually. Mm. Oh, he didn't even get to keep that one. Man. Yeah. He, says he, does, he did a lot of interviews about he says he runs a stone fabrication co- fabrication company in the Bronx. Very apropos. You think? I don't know. Not that exciting. Yes, me. <laughs> Why isn't he working in a steel mill in Pittsburgh? They <laughs> <laughs> closed all the steel mills in Pittsburgh. Oh, that's right. It's all from China now. Did you hear Allentown by Billy Joel? <laughs> really? No, I went to college in Pittsburgh. It was great. But they closed all of the mills, yeah. <laughs> That's a shame. Ellers. So what does he look like? He looks the same. <laughs> oh, gracious. Just like 50 years older. Because Andy Lambrass did not look the same. No, yeah, that's true. I would agree. I looked him up, too. He looks like a very angry man. Yeah. Very aged, angry man. No, you know why he? I think he looks the same because the the articles that I'm looking at, they're like recreating the commercial and bringing them back together. So he's still in that same blue hoodie. <laughs> he doesn't. Think he he just still looks like sick. a generic guy, I guess. You know. Oh, he's generic. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I just put it in chat. That's him with Mean Joe, like 40 years after the fact. Okay. Well. Let me see. Chat. <laughs> well, I'm looking at it anyway. Yeah. There oh he wow. He does. He looks the same. Look at him. Yeah, he does. Joe's going. Do I really have to do this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, huge Super Bowl uh, career, and this is what I'm remembered for. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, yeah. Pete. Oh, commercial. Yeah, I played football too, didn't I? <laughs> yeah. So we're gonna oh talk my about the God. commercial again. Damn. All right, here we go. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Too uh, funny. All right. So, um, I, I think. Sorry, I had myself muted. I, I wanted to say something real quick about this. Okay. Uh, you got to wonder what the endorsements were back then. What? Okay. Like. By yeah. comparison, by comparison to today's endorsements, you know, with Nike, uh, you know, funding whoever, whoever's the oh. hottest, whoever's the yeah. hottest uh, 
uh, athlete at the time. They throw tons of money at them. I wonder what it was like back in the 70s if they were getting that much money. Now, Coke is not a uh, mom-and-pop shop by any means. Mm-mm. But I wonder how much they were actually like paying out for that kind of thing back then. I'm sure you could probably Google that. Yeah. Five, ten grand, maybe? <laughs> I'm thinking 50, easy. You think? In 1979 yeah. or yeah. 77 or whatever See, it was? For Christ's sake, of course. You probably got yeah, like but... a, a free 12-pack uh, every other week. Of Coke. <laughs> the rest of his life oh my god okay okay so, as long as it's so, not as long as it's not new coke it's fine <laughs> or was that gonna no, wait was it new coke or coke two no it's new coke. new coke okay so yeah, new coke <laughs> celebrity cousin story sorry i gotta tell this because it's relative no pun hey. intended oh sorry was i supposed to say yeah. his name yes so okay. uh you know, he did that commercial for Modelo, right? Mm-hmm. Modelo Negro. Right. Okay, so... Uh, I was on the boat today, by the way. Awesome. Okay. He gets free Modelo forever. <laughs> nice. So you, yeah. So <laughs> he splits it up between the two houses. He gives half of it to whenever the shipment comes in. I don't know if they tell him to go, hey, we're out of the black bottle. And then, you know, they ship it back or somebody drops it off in a big truck. I don't know. But anyway, so mom keeps half of it at her place, and then he keeps the other half at his place. Mm. So uh, one one of the days, I think I was, it might have been Christmas, or I don't, one of the times I was down there, um, they have like this rule about, you know, alcohol. If you want real alcohol, you will bring it yourself. If you want to share, that's totally up to you. But just remember, there's going to be a lot of people there. And it will go very quickly. Uh, however, if you don't mind, and it will drink just about anything, drink the Modelo. As a matter of fact, Tony will tell you, before you hit anything good, you will drink the Modelo first. And then if you're still lacking, then he'll give you something else. But it's just one of those things. It's like never ending. Just He just keeps bringing cases from God knows where. But, uh, yeah, so that is a thing. I don't know if me and Joe got free Coke for the rest of life or not. <laughs> <laughs> I can imagine. It's like, I don't want that new Coke shit. But anyway. I was, I, I was trying Good to find out, but I think I found an article that shows, like, how much Coke did, like, me and Joe actually have to drink. Um, oh. Like, for the filming of the commercial. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The commercial took three days to complete. Um, it says, uh, me and Joe said that Oaken was really such a fan of the superstar that he flubbed his lines a time or two. Forever. So don't feel bad, Scott. On day three, the <laughs> duo said so many takes that Green ended up chugging 18 bottles of Coke. Oh, wow. 18, That's 16, a lot of Coke. 18, 16 oh. ounce bottles of Coke, equivalent of 24 cans. Mm. Okay, you know what image just came to my mind? Mm. Puking? No, from <laughs> from uh, from Forrest Gump. <laughs> I got I got a pee. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> really? Oh, that's 
really bad. <laughs> that, that was over three days, so that was in one setting. They said We're on sitting. day three. On day, three. On day three, he had to chuck Good. 18 bottles. Um, oh. I think they could have given yeah. him like water with coloring in it. <laughs> At some point, give the guy a break. Yeah, and then all that. He's caffeine. gonna need the Alka Seltzer from the other commercial. <laughs> <laughs> need something. Yeah, you could, yeah, add the Santori whiskey with that, and you got yourself a good. Yeah. <laughs> Wash it down with a Big Mac. Exactly. I was just thinking the same thing. Like Santori and a Big Mac. You got you got some fun times right there. It's a Kodak moment. <laughs> All right, so um, I think we should wrap it up. Um, oh man! What you have another one you want to discuss? Yeah. No, I just I was having fun with this. No, oh. no. Like, I mean, there's there's a lot of stuff to talk about here still, but we can wrap it up. Yeah, I, I mean, if you really. Yeah, we can almost do like a, you know, another part of this, but I mean, we were all kind of catching up at the beginning of this and we, we talked a lot and then, you know, it could be fun going into the 1980s era and maybe the 1990s era. So I'm sure there's articles out there, you know, for commercials for those. Oh, there totally are. Yeah. I found stuff too, but there's one more commercial that I want to talk about that I did not, I I don't recall ever seeing. No, we're wrapping it up. You can't do that now. Come on. No, it's too late. It's too late. It's too late. Fine. You're going to let, you're just going to let Farrah Fawcett walk right out the door. Farrah, you be there. Farrah Fawcett is, is I she like in this article? I like the Farrah Fawcett one. Yes, yeah. yeah. Where did I miss? How, how did what I miss Farrah Joe Fawcett? Joe Namath. Come on. She shaves Do, Joe Namath. No, she doesn't shave. She puts yeah, cream. Noxima shaving cream oh, on his face. Okay. He's a, he's I a do not remember. Cream. Do you guys remember this commercial at all? I no. kind of do. I kind of do. I didn't. Of course, she didn't realize who it was at the time because she didn't have a show yet. She was just some blonde. Yeah. I think that's kind of. The, that's the, not her singing, by the way. Probably. I yeah, I'm not surprised. Uh. The, the, sure? uh, the tagline for that uh-huh. is hysterical. <laughs> it's it's kind of it's kind of nasty, naughty. Let Noxima cream your face. <laughs> I'm sorry, that is bad. That is a bad tagline to use. <laughs> so, so that's a mad, yeah. that's Madman era, is what that is. You know, that uh, well, because... a bunch of guys in suits sitting around, and what can we get away with on TV? And okay. yeah, well, reach out and touch someone. You know, <laughs> yeah, same that's thing. I mean, they, they make this schmaltzy commercial about it, but I'm sure that they came up with that tagline so people could like do nudge, nudge, wink, wink, and repeat it. You know, in exactly. a suggestive way to each other. Right. <laughs> well, and if we're gonna go there, then I'm gonna go with the secret deodorant commercial because I read that one was terrible. I was like you, fucktards. Who the Oh, that one was really <laughs> commercial describing the emotional tendencies of a woman narrated by a middle-aged man. It's the and extra emotion. That was bad, yeah. It's, it's the, the extra, extra, extra. It was women and their feelings. See, though, no, I don't remember that commercial. It was extra feelings. Oh, extra feelings. It's for those extra feelings. Yeah. Like, <laughs> here, use some deodorant and you won't have any more PMS. That's all. <laughs> Bullshit. 
nothing helped. No, it was. It was very offensive. It's for her pleasure. I'm sorry. Sorry, I saw the shot. Sorry. Do you know what would be awesome? No, oh, yeah, that yeah, for her pleasure. Uh, no, that's that's a different commercial, buddy. Yeah, but Rose, do you ever remember seeing that commercial? I don't. No, no, I do not. Yeah, I don't see. So I don't know. If people who are listening are gonna re- know what we're talking about, but it was really kind of. It was it really up. over the top. You know, offensive. It was extremely offensive. Oh, come on, it's not there. demeaning at all. What are you talking about? <laughs> it was really bad. It really <laughs> is. No, I, I watched that. I'm going. Oh my God, that would totally not fly today. Because <laughs> it flew then, to be honest. Extra well, it feelings. was 1970, so. Yeah. God. Extra, extra feelings, this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I got your extra feelings right here. Talk about women something else. Feel something things. else that wouldn't fly today. Ancient you Chinese women secret. Feeling things. Ancient Chinese. Yeah. yeah, that would oh not fly God. today. Yeah, you know, I don't know. I was hoping nobody would bring that one up. Yeah. Oh, the Calgon? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, honey. Well, that would get that would get the chopping block. See, when oh I men- when I mentioned Calgon to uh, Chrissy earlier, she's like, "Oh, Calgon, take me away." It's a it's a it's yeah. a bubble bath. Right. I'm like, oh, well, yeah. well, it's both, I guess, because they're a soap company. Right. Apparently. Right. Right. Just, yeah. Yeah, maybe they switched to. A different type of product. Lawsuit. That was not very flattering to anyone. Character lawsuit. Same marketing <laughs> team that came up with, you know, um, uh, extra feelings. Yeah. yeah. Same people. Absolutely. <laughs> that, that, though, I got to tell you, go back, going back to that secret commercial, She's that so is extra. something special. She's so extra. <laughs> Are you kidding? Yeah. No, they weren't. I'm telling you, there's just so much wrong with that. It's not even Actually hard. after the podcast, I'm gonna go I'm gonna go talk to my wife and I'm gonna say how are you doing with your extra feelings? Right <laughs> are you having any extra feelings? On your wedding day? <laughs> because secret Because there's a deodorant that will work for you. <laughs> but it's a secret. I feel like I'm doing a voiceover right now. Exactly. <laughs> and then Ashley knocks you out. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> we'll put a stake over your eye because, you know. <laughs> I'll, be, I'll be in touch with you guys from the ER. Uh, <laughs> 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 I love it. Time of the times, baby. Love you guys. You guys are awesome. <laughs> <laughs> it's been fun. This was fun. Yeah, definitely. Okay. Yeah. We can we can wrap it up now. We can. We have my permission. Oh, oh, thank you, thank you. Appreciate that. I can't believe we re- went through the whole thing. <laughs> you smell the seltzer right about now. Bet you could. <laughs> Me too, with my extra feelings. <laughs> yeah. yeah, let's go home and work out our extra feelings, Rose. <laughs> yeah. That is a funny freaking commercial. But it not. I, I understand. I'm not trying to be offensive by any means, but it's funny that they thought that way. That, mm-hmm. that like the general public 
thought that way at some point. Mm. And that was only 50 years ago. Yeah. 50, 50 years. Oof. Anyway. <laughs> Alrighty then. Alrighty. Alrighty. Alright, well, this is part of the program where we remind you guys that there is a website out there. It's uh, bonsairetroclub.com. So if you want to check us out, go there. You've got all of our, like, you know, linkage to all of our other stuff. So if you want to do any of the, uh, you know, clickety-click, you know, and follow along with us, please go there do that. Uh, you want to reach out to us, you can email us. You know, I know that's old school, but you can do it. Uh, that's McFly at BonsaiRetroClub.com. Send us an email. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, and if you want to reach out to, you know, Rose, Scott, uh, Suzanne, myself, we've got links on that Bonsai Retro Club. Go to the Team Bonsai part, and then you can directly contact each of us. Um, there is something that I think is very important that we did not talk about, um, and I just want a little a little message for our listeners is um, when you're in the grocery store, and I know that you're going to be tempted, but please, please, please do not squeeze the Charmin. Sure. Yes. Yes. Don't do that. Absolutely. Just don't do it. Don't. Or else you're going to have to have to deal with Mr. Whipple. Yes. Yeah. It's tempting, but don't do it. And he's been gone for a really long time, so <laughs> he's going to need some secret for those extra feelings. <laughs> Let it go, Russ. Let it go. <laughs> All right, so with all that being said, we just like to remind everybody to please be excellent to each other and have a mm -hmm. good whatever. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. There it is, our triumphant return. Nice. Oh. This is Ben, a Bonsai Retro Club. Production! Banzai, Daniel Zan! Hey, Banzai! 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 Banzai!